Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 48 Hours ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Need more true crime in your life? An Audible membership can solve that. Audible is the ultimate destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, you could choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. Don't miss The Serial Killer's Apprentice by Katherine Ramsland and Tracy Allman. It follows the true story of how Houston's deadliest murder turned a kid into a killer in training. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500. That's audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days audible.com slash 48 hours. 48 hours listeners know to always expect the unexpected, including when home appliances break down. An American Home Shield warranty can restore your sense of security. It's simple. When a covered item in your home breaks, contact American Home Shield and their trusted and qualified pros will fix or replace it. Right now, you could take 20% off. Go to ahs.com slash 48 to save 20%. That's ahs.com slash 48 for 20% off any plan. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. American Home Shield. Don't worry, be warranty. This investigation started off initially just like any other death investigation. 911, what is the address of your emergency? I've got a caller on the line. He's up in Maple Lakes. He just came across the body. They were called there about 7.15 in the morning by a turkey hunter. He's going through the trees trying to find game. He basically said, I've found a young woman hanging from a tree. She's hanging from oh. a tree, the rope's still okay. There was a note present. And that's the note. Can you read it? It says, my name's Chandra Brown, and I hated my life. Goodbye, up world. Watch the video. It's on my phone. And so this is the phone that contained the actual video in question. The phone was dead at the time you picked it up. Yeah, it wouldn't charge, wouldn't turn on. Chandra was my world. She was my life. When Chandra died, my heart shattered. I didn't even know she had any, like, depression thoughts or anything like that. Couldn't believe that she wasn't there with us. She just never wanted to be sad. She never wanted any of us to be sad, so she'd make everyone's day, including hers. In looking at the scene, there was no vehicle there. You know, I was trying to figure out how this person got here. And I noticed an individual walking towards our location that's wearing a bright orange shirt. He introduces himself to me as Tyrell Perbition, and he tells me, he goes, I think you want to talk to me. I need to tell you the whole story. He's very emotional. He's crying. He's a stupid kid who made a very big mistake. This goes far beyond making bad mistakes. This was criminal behavior. He's bragged about it. He, he told other people, oh yeah, I recorded her hanging there for 10 minutes. Tyrell had been planning this. He wanted this to happen. In his mind, I don't think that he was committing murder. He was helping her do what she wanted to do. He clouded her judgment. He clouded her emotions. He made her feel nothing but alone. 
There is no doubt in my mind that Jandra does not die on May 5th, 2017, if she had never met Tyrell. A sense of safety is important to everyone, and that's why I want to talk to you about Simply Safe. It's an advanced security system that protects your entire home so you can rest easy. Simply Safe is completely customizable with advanced sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. You can have 24/7 professional home monitoring for less than one dollar a day. So try Simply Safe for 60 days risk-free. If you don't love it, you can return your system for a full refund. Plus, we're offering listeners 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Don't wait. Visit simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. That's simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. There's no safe like Simply Safe. If you're a fan of 48 Hours or true crime, looking to try on a case of your own, June's Journey is for you. A thrilling hidden object mystery game set against the backdrop of the 1920s. You play as June Parker, an amateur detective trying to unravel your sister's mysterious murder. As you dive into a world filled with twists and turns, trust no one. Every character could be hiding secrets. While you piece together the intricately woven plot, you'll collect crucial information in your photo album, turning suspicions into facts. And if you want help on the case, you can even join a detective club to collaborate or compete with fellow sleuths on hundreds of puzzles. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. With six feet of snow on the ground, getting up to Maple Lake in March calls for some pretty unique transportation. Fortunately, the Utah County Sheriff's Office is well-equipped, and they agreed to take us there. It's been almost two years since Sergeant Quinn Fackrell and Sergeant Josh Chapel were called up here to Payson Canyon. It's about 20 miles south of Provo, Utah. We cover the areas that people go to get away from people. Those are our areas. It's a popular location with snowmobilers and backcountry skiers in the winter, and hikers and hunters in the warmer months. Unfortunately, this remote area attracts people for other reasons as well. We get a lot of people that like to go to the mountains or to the areas outside of the city and cause harm to themselves. So we see a fair amount of suicides that we investigate. One of those investigations was the suicide of 16-year-old Jandra Brown, which occurred on May 5th, 2017. Who's going to come and eat? Where are you going to sit? I'm going to sit in Jandra's favorite chair. In Jandra's favorite chair? Sue Bryan relishes the visits that she has with her son Dustin and her grandchildren. But missing from this table and this family is Sue's daughter, Jandra. Tell me about the blue color in your hair. It's in honor of my daughter because she loved having her vibrant blue hair, which matched her super vibrant and bubbly personality. Her nickname when she was little was Jelly Bean. Jelly Beanies. Did you call her Jelly or Jandra? I called her both. As a young girl growing up in Twin Falls, Idaho, Sue says Jandra always seemed to be one of the happiest kids in the room. If you met Jandra, you just fell in love with her instantly. <laughs> Hi, cutie. She was very active and adventurous, and she wanted to try and do anything. So she would do the water slides. She was in volleyball. We went picnicking, dancing. She loved skiing and tubing. Here we go! She was a cheerleader. She won so many awards. She was so good. 
In 2016, Jandra's mother and stepfather moved her from Idaho to Spanish Fork, Utah. They wanted to be closer to Jandra's brother, Dustin, and his family. How'd she get along with the kids? Great. I mean, they adored her. Jandra? Jandra's come? Oh, just super excited. Yeah. With the move to a new town came a new school. And, of course, new friends. Me, Grace, and Jelly usually called ourselves the Three Musketeers. Though they didn't know Jandra very long, Hannah Balt, Grace Jackson, and Ashton Wall say they were lucky to have known her at all. She connected to me in a lot of ways that other people didn't. She, she got you. She, she got me. I've never met anybody like her. There was never a dull moment or a boring moment when I was with her. We always found something to do. We always had fun doing it. She was always hopping around the place. She was like jelly holding everyone together, you know, PB and J. So. Yeah, she was out of this world. She really was. But after living in Utah for just a few months, Jandra seemed to need someone to hold her together. I got the sense she was sad and having problems. She just wasn't herself. What was different? She wasn't happy all the time. And she was frustrated very easily. She wasn't feeling good. And I actually took her to a doctor. Jandra was prescribed an antidepressant. She had been treated for depression a year earlier, back in Idaho. Depression really affects the way you think, it affects the way you behave, it affects the way you experience the world. Dr. Harold Koplowitz is one of the leading innovators in the field of child and adolescent psychiatry. He never treated Jandra, but we asked him to take a look at her case. I think that what all young adults struggle with is impulse control and the intensity of their feelings. They freeze, or they're boiling, or they hate you, or they love you. Zero to 60 quickly. Right. Did you talk about that depression with her? All the time. All the time. I think, in my heart, what depressed Jandra was not being close to her friends and family in Idaho. Did she ever talk about life in Idaho, missing it? Yes. She did. All the time. Mm -hmm. All of her memories are from Idaho. Mm -hmm. I think the move from Idaho to Utah was much more problematic for her than we would expect. Was there ever an indication that Jandra might harm herself? I know that she self-harmed. By doing what? Cutting. Cutting has become much more frequent than it was 20 years ago. And so very often when you do talk to cutters, they will tell you, I feel nothing. And when I cut, I feel something. But that's a sign of depression. That's a sign of someone's really reaching out for help. And then came the events of May 5th, 2017, which turned out to be the last day of Jandra's life. She got in trouble for smoking pot. Like having it, not smoking it, getting caught with it. And this wasn't the first time she got caught. It happened once before in Idaho. This time, though, she got suspended from school. She was so worried and freaking out about what her mom would do because she was so upset that her mom might be mad at her. She's shamed and she feels hopeless. And now I'm caught with weed. So these seemingly insignificant events for someone who's very vulnerable can mean something. She came home from school that day and she goes, all right, aren't you going to yell at me? And I said, no, I'm not. I figure you've been in trouble enough at school that there's no reason for me to yell, and we can talk about it when we're calm. And I said, if you have homework, you better get it done because you have work. Jandra's punishment? Sue confiscated her cell phone. Later that afternoon, she drove Jandra to her night job at a nearby Wendy's. That was the last I seen her. I don't know if she thought that I was mad at her or that I didn't love her. I don't, I don't know, because... I didn't get to talk to her again. What time was she supposed to come home? So she was supposed to get off around 1.30. In the morning? Yeah. But Jandra never made it home. And it's kind of weird. I sat straight up in bed and said, Jandra. And I freaked out. And I can't call her because I took her phone away. 
And so I called the police and I told them that I guess my daughter had run away. And so they put a report out and they went looking for her. But the police didn't find Jandra that morning. Someone else did. 911, what is the address of your emergency? For advice on recognizing depression in teens and how you can help them, go to 48hours.com. Getting up to the spot where Jandra Brown's body was discovered was not an easy task. It took two search and rescue vehicles, three pairs of snowshoes, and some pretty careful trekking. But we wanted you to see just how far Jandra went to leave her life behind. It was May 6th, 2017. A turkey hunter was walking right through this area when he noticed the body of a young girl hanging from that tree branch. He's the one who called 911. And to the detectives who first responded, they thought it was a pretty clear-cut case of suicide, when in fact it was anything but that. It was about right here where the rope was hanging off of the tree. What's it like to be back? It brings back a lot of memories. In my mind, I can visualize Chandra hanging in that tree. When sheriff's officials arrived early that morning, there was no snow on the ground, and this tree limb was 10 feet in the air. What was on the ground were the clues that Jandra did not die here alone. There was two grocery bags just right over here on the ground. When I went through everything, that's when I discovered a crinkled up receipt for purchase of rope. And on that receipt was Tyrell's name. It was a debit card receipt with the name Tyrell Probitchin. So this was the first thing you saw that said, I got to talk to this guy, right? Yeah, when we saw that receipt, we knew that we needed to contact Tyrell. Also in the bags? And that's the note. Jandra's note pointing them to a cell phone video. This was the phone that was left at the scene. Now, her mom had taken away her phone. This was a spare phone that she had. The phone could be the answer to many of their questions. But there was a problem. I tried to power the phone on. It wouldn't power on. Sergeant Fackrell decided to leave and charge the phone in his car while he drove back to Spanish Fork. And when it finally powered up... That's when... I saw the video that was recorded at that time of the incident. This is a 10-minute video of Chandra dying. I was shocked, absolutely shocked. What was so shocking given what you normally see on any given day? I was shocked for the fact that somebody could sit by and let somebody lose their life and not do anything. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Don't waste time on apps that don't work. Babbel's conversation-based teaching prepares you for real-life situations. And studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash truecrime. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash truecrime, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash truecrime. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. 
You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and gift mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Fackrell suspected that the person who bought the rope may have shot that video too. He was obviously a person that we wanted to talk to. Well, as it turned out, Tyrell found them first. I kind of look up the hill and I notice that there's somebody walking to us. So I actually walk back up the hill. Immediately he tells me who he is. I recognize his name from the receipt. Why had he come back? His initial statement to us was is he's going to make sure that Chandra was dead. Sergeant Chapel wanted to hear more. So he suggested they ride together to the Utah County Sheriff's Department to continue the conversation. At that moment, were you thinking of him as a suspect? No. I certainly thought that there might have been a crime committed, but what crime? As we drove to the sheriff's office, we just talked generally about who he was and what his interests were. He was a quiet kid. He always cared of others. Tyrell's mother, Brittany, says he always made her proud. He's very smart, very smart child. Was always ahead in his reading, always ahead in his math. Loved science. He was very active, did a lot of sports. He tried soccer, baseball, basketball, wrestling. But as Tyrell got older, Brittany started to see some changes in her son. He just pulled quite a bit of negative thoughts um, into everyday life. It was shocking to me. So I took him to the doctor and was thinking he was depressed. You know, something is not right. The doctor told me that he just is a pessimist. And <laughs> that's hard to be told. Did you know anything about Jandra Brown before she died? I had never heard of her. Tyrell never mentioned her? No. Never saw him with her? No. Actually, I was the one who introduced her to Tyrell. I told Tyrell, hey, I have a new friend, and he said he wanted to meet her. Tyler Hughes Millman was good friends with both Jandra and Tyrell. Did you ever know Tyrell to be depressed? Not really. He was a little bit depressed, it seemed like sometimes, but he wasn't that bad. Jandra hung out with him all the time. What drew her to him? I actually have no clue. <laughs> she liked hanging out with him a lot. Were Tyrell and Jandra romantic in any way? No. No. She did not see him as a relationship kind of guy. She wanted to try and help him. She thought she could change him. Yes, she thought that she could make him want to join other people and actually have fun instead of sitting by himself. She knew when people were upset or sad, she would go up to him, talk to him, and make him feel comfortable. Hi, cutie. Before Jandra died, had you ever heard of Tyrell Probitchin? No. Not from her or anybody else? Nope. But the Utah County Sheriff's investigators were about to get to know Tyrell very well. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. 
and the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. On Saturday morning, May 6, 2017, hours after she reported her daughter Jandra missing, Sue Bryan went to work. Not long after she got there, her manager wanted to see her. Sergeant Fackrell was waiting too. They had me sit down and he says, Jandra's gone and she's not coming home. And I'm like, where's she gone to? Why, where's she gone to? And then he said, She's gone. She's passed away. We found her in Payson Canyon. She was devastated. As any parent would be. Obviously, it's like dropping a bomb on the family. And it's not easy for them to process. What I said was I should have loved her more. I should have gave her more love. Because now I thought she'd completed suicide. I, I didn't know. That's so, what went through my mind. So suicide was the first thing you thought? Yeah, because all I could think was she's at the bottom of a canyon. Just across town, Tyrell Probichin was talking to sheriff's detectives, too. So, what's your relationship with Jim? I wouldn't say close friend, mm-hmm. but just, you know, we knew each other. For the next five hours, Tyrell described just how Jandra ended up in Payson Canyon the night before. She kept saying, I want to die, I want to die, So I just said, okay, make it happen for you. He described how he got a text from Chandra that said, let's do this tonight. Investigators would later discover that Tyrell and Jandra had been texting each other for weeks about suicide. Once you get your hands on the text messages, what do they tell you? That Tyrell had been planning this from probably the first week that he had met her, he had researched this, he wanted this to happen. And he carried it out. She said she was at work. I went to Wendy's. Picked her up. And they left and went to Cal Ranch. And he bought the rope. Store security video and the receipt found at the scene both show Tyrell purchased 20 feet of nylon rope. Because I know I look guilty now because I want everything for her. And I asked her right there too, are you sure you want to do this? Mm-hmm. She said, yeah. And then the two of them proceeded to drive towards Payson Canyon. Find the spot. Did you help her wrap it up around the tree? I did. And then we got that time the news. I just kind of like pulled on. I was like, okay, that's pretty tight. Tyrell says that's when he picked up her phone. I just started recording. I said, please, please, please. I waited 10 minutes. I checked her pulse. I just got out of the house. So, at any time, 
Did you try to talk her, talk her out of it? I didn't try to talk her out. I just said, that's what you want to do. This is what you want. Did he in any way try to paint this as a suicide pact? He did. But Sergeant Fackrell says Tyrell also told him several times that he had no intention of completing suicide that night. When you talked about her talking to you and you understood what it was like to be suicidal, and now you're telling us that until you started talking to her, you were never suicidal. How, how does that work? I was fascinated by death, okay? Like, That's the word I'm looking for. I was like, this might be good. Are you then thinking that he's a suspect in a crime? Yeah. What's the crime? Well, possibly murder. Possibly, but that wasn't their decision. That's what I told the officers. I said, keep digging, keep learning about what happened in the circumstances, but if all we have is just him recording this and it's her act, we might not have anything. Deputy Utah County Attorneys Chad Grunander and Ryan McBride were assigned to evaluate the case for possible prosecution. Ryan was the initial contact with the county sheriff's office. I was a supervisor at that time. From the start, they faced a unique challenge. In 2017, Utah had no law against assisted suicide. Now, we were one of only a handful of states in the country that did not have an assisted suicide crime. And so this was either going to be murder or potentially manslaughter or nothing at all. And that's when another detective sends me a text message recovered from an acquaintance of Tyrell's. What would you do if you had a friend that wanted to kill themselves? This friend said, I would talk them out of it, of course. And he responds back, I would help them do it. It's like getting away with murder. When we got that message, it was very clear in our minds that he was acting intentional. He was wanting to help cause her death. We felt like we had enough. That was the break for us. A bizarre case out of Payson. A 16-year-old girl is dead, and another teen is accused of helping her hang herself. Charges now been filed. Just five days after introducing himself to Sergeant Chapel in Payson Canyon, Tyrell Probichin was charged with first-degree murder. Tell me. He told us later. Part of his reasoning for going back to the scene was just want to make sure that she was dead. And then he had plans to collect the noose, the rope, and save it uh, and keep it. Like some kind of souvenir? Like a souvenir, a trophy. Jelly wanted me. And there was something else Tyrell wanted the detectives to know. He described that Chandra had written a note to her mother and he left it in the mailbox outside the home. I haven't read the note since the first time that it was read to me. It was your typical emotionally charged letter, basically saying she's sorry. Jandra also wrote something else in that letter. This was all my decision. The question was, was this her decision, or was this his plan? That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. When you found out 
what he did, what was your first reaction? They have the wrong person. There is no way Tyrell would do anything like this. Brittany Johnson says she never imagined she'd find her son in jail, awaiting trial for murder. I truly felt like I was living a nightmare that I would wake up from. I just couldn't process Tyrell participating in anything like this. Have you ever been able to ask him why? No. In his mind, I don't think that he was committing murder. He was helping her do what she wanted to do. Neil Skousen and Greg Stewart were hired to defend Tyrell at his upcoming trial. How does this case compare to anything you've dealt with prior? Nothing compares. I feel guilty. I feel like I did murder her. That's what it is. Okay, why do you feel that way? Because I helped her so much. And that was my plan. So how do you defend a case where your client seems to have already confessed. We had the words of Chandra in her suicide note. She told her mom this was all her decision. We could not escape the fact that Chandra participated in her own death, that she wanted to die. That was a real factor that we had to consider in prosecuting this case. There's just no doubt that she was determined That doesn't mean we couldn't have had another outcome. Child and adolescent psychiatrist, Dr. Harold Koplowitz. The leading cause of death worldwide for 15 to 19-year-old girls is suicide. It's, It's unacceptable. Did she ever mention about talking with Tyrell about suicide? Those are things that she'd keep to herself, mostly. Even though you guys were some of her closest friends? Yes. She, everybody she has their secrets. When you read the text, you start to think that this has become a part of the game they play, except it's a very dangerous game. In one of them, Tyrell asks Jandra, you want the quick and painless, no chance of escaping or returning to this life? Jandra responded, I just want to die. I've been trying too long. I just want to make sure I end it. Do you think Tyrell was a negative influence on Jandra? Yes, most definitely. She'd get more and more depressed the longer she hung out with him. That was obvious. At least to me it was. He was feeding her. She had these thoughts, she had these plans, and he was encouraging it. He was scratching the itch. And it went further and further and further. Without his support and his help for doing that, she wouldn't have been able to do it. She'd still be here. I think it's true. He didn't push her off the cliff, but he kept his arm around her and encouraged her to keep moving forward. But would the prosecutors be able to convince a jury of that? The prosecution has the burden to show the necessary intent to commit a crime. And the best way to show that is through the defendant's own words. And Tyrell gave them a lot to work with. All of those text messages between him and Jandra. You have Tyrell talking about how he's going to help Jandra die. Different ways of taking her life. Recording her do it. This is a text that Tyrell sends to Jandra. Can I mutilate your body and cut your head off and dispose of your body? Yes. Very disturbing. All these messages just add up to this depravity, not caring about human life, and our argument is an intent to kill and a desire to participate in causing someone else's death. What was the most damning piece of evidence? I think some of of the text messages that came out when he was talking about getting away with murder. As a father of a 15-year-old daughter and as a defense attorney, that was one thing that, that I guess troubled me. I wish those types of statements hadn't been out there. It would have made defending the case, I think, a lot, lot, a lot easier. If we could keep our client's mouth shut, that's really a big part of this. 
But Tyrell still had a lot to say, reaching out to family and friends with letters and phone calls from jail. He bragged about his conduct, his accomplishment, if you will. He talked about, when I get out, I want to get a noose tattooed all over my arm. He asked a friend of his to set up an Instagram page, use the media to enhance his notoriety and somehow profit off of this. Tyrell also wrote that he wanted to get in touch with Michelle Carter. She caught the nation's attention during her precedent-setting trial for encouraging her friend Conrad Roy to kill himself. Tyrell wrote, we'd get along great. Did you ever pay him a visit in the jail and say to him, you have to stop writing? Every time we saw him. Just weeks before his trial was set to begin, Tyrell reached out to his friends again. I will encourage you to use your right to remain silent as anything you say is held against me in court. He writes a letter telling them that they don't have to testify against him. They shouldn't testify against him. It would help my case if you would inform everyone that is subject to interrogation to use their right to remain silent. He was telling them essentially to not cooperate with the police. You can't do that. That's witness tampering. In fact, that letter changed everything. Did we know that he would send out letters that would hurt us down the road? No. Did it hurt us? Yes. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In the fall of 2018, this was about the Utah County prosecutors and Tyrell's defense team were getting ready for trial. Tyrell had been adamant about going to trial. What was his thought process? That he hadn't committed murder. I'd planned my closing argument. Chad had planned a lot of his opening statement. We had our trial strategy. And he changed his mind. Well, I think one thing that changed his mind was an additional case that we filed against him for witness tampering. After prosecutors found out that Tyrell asked his friends not to testify against him, they charged him with witness tampering in addition to murder. And that's when Tyrell asked for a deal. We sat down and talked, and they asked us if we were open to a plea deal. We said, certainly, if we think it satisfies the interest of justice. This was the deal. Tyrell would plead guilty to a lesser first-degree felony child abuse homicide. Murder was 15 years to life. We compromised and offered child abuse homicide, which was five to life. Why the about face? Why the change? I think it was thinking more clearly about the situation and realizing the predicament he was in. Mr. Provisian, as to the amended charge of count one child abuse homicide, what is your plea? Guilty. What did you think when Ty pleaded guilty? I wasn't surprised. I'm glad. I'm glad that he fessed up. I'm glad that he didn't try and keep denying it. It was child abuse. He did take a child. And in my eyes, child abuse homicide is as bad or worse than just murder. Six weeks later, Tyrell was back in court for sentencing. 
obviously, uh, Tyrell has made uh, some, some poor decisions in his life. May 6th was a day I'm sure that he wishes he could, could undo. She was the brightness to anybody's day. As statements were read, it was clear how many lives had been damaged by this one event. Tyrell always cared for others more than himself. I am truly sorry for the loss of, of Jandra. I wish we could all go back to that day and have a do-over, but I know that we can't. Two families now have been torn apart. I feel really bad for the Prohibition family. I really do. They lost a son. And I've always felt bad for the Browns. They lost their daughter. There's a hole in our lives, in our hearts, that she used to fill. And we suffer greatly without her. I believe there will never be true justice for Jandra because Jandra will never get to come home to me. If you listen to the story, what makes you cringe is the fact that there's so many missed opportunities to help her, so many missed opportunities to change the outcome. It is clear, very clear, that Jandra's death was avoidable. Before the judge handed down his sentence, Tyrell was also given a chance to speak. I would like to directly apologize to the victim's mother, Sue Bryan, for my irresponsible and irrational behavior. What I did, I'm not proud, and it doesn't deserve pity. Provision. You were charged with child abuse homicide in which you pled guilty to. I'm required by law to sentence you to an indeterminate term in the Utah State Prison of not less than five years, but which may be for life. Tyrell is now serving out his sentence at the Utah State Prison in Draper. As a result of this case, the state legislature passed a new law, which now includes assisted suicide in its definition of manslaughter. Assisting somebody, providing the means or the opportunity to help somebody kill themselves is now a second degree felony in the state of Utah. Is this justice for Jandra? Justice for Jandra would be he didn't do it. He didn't record. He stopped and saved her. I think it's completely understandable that her parents and her friends blame him but in the same way that I don't think we'd have this outcome without Ty, I don't think we'd have this outcome without Chandra. So what's the takeaway? I think the takeaway is that we have to take this more seriously. When kids start having difficulty at school, when they are changing their behavior, when you start to suspect that something is wrong, that we take it seriously. Love your family. Love your children. If they're sad, find out if they need help. Ask every day, ask them questions. Those are the things I regret that I didn't do with Jandra. Have you identified one thing that works better really than anything else at stopping someone who is right on the brink? So I think that's a very important question because remember, if you're a teenager, you feel terrible for the moment. And if you find someone who says to you, stop, wait, Let's think about this. It's not that bad. I'm sure I can help you get out of this. But Jandra never got that help from Tyrell. This is an unacceptable outcome. Suicide is not acceptable. That has to become the nation's thought about this, that suicide, particularly in teenagers, is not an acceptable outcome. You're not supposed to die when you're 16 years of age, and especially by suicide. Jandra Brown was returned to her hometown of Twin Falls, Idaho. We miss you, Jandra. She's buried near her great-grandmother. Why hi, my beautiful angel? Why hi? Do you ever think you could forgive this man? My faith says that I should forgive him. My heart says, how could you forgive someone and just accept, I'm sorry? I'm sorry that I made a bad decision and that I took your beautiful, loving, kind daughter away from you. How? 
can someone forgive someone for what he did? If you're thinking about suicide or know someone who is, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255, suicidepreventionlifeline.org. You can also reach out to the Crisis Text Line, a free 24-7 confidential text message service for people in crisis. Text HOME to 741-741, crisistextline.org. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from bestselling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. Take true crime with you on your shirt, mug, or hat with official 48 Hours merchandise at paramountshop.com. You can take 20% off with code HOURS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all 48 Hours products with code HOURS20 at ParamountShop.com. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.